Salamu alaikum. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Kurt. Pastor Kurt, excuse me. Uh, Karen may need that later on. Greetings. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum assalam is the response back to that. What I said is, may peace be upon you. Uh, and then, peace, peace, uh, peace be upon you as well. And then there would be a whole thing from the mercies of God and so forth. Uh, Keith and Karen Moulton. And I just put this together, and I uh, have never gone through it yet, totally as I'm speaking through it. So we normally start church like you do, right around 10.30, and we don't finish until we're done. So I understand the Super Bowl's at 6.30, so we'll try to finish before then, okay? And I'm very timid, and I don't know how to talk very well. It's a joy to be back. Alliance thanks you. You'll find out who they are soon soon for allowing us to come back. It has been great to have you as our partners. We thank you. You're giving us the ability to say right now we are working for them, and it's not at their expense yet. Uh, that's our goal, that it will be at their expense. And if they continue to want us to be the pastor, pastor of the church, then they will start picking that tab up. At present, they're not ready to do that. But you've been doing that now for 28 years so that we can continue to tell Muslims about Jesus Christ in France. So we are trying to plant churches primarily among North Africans living in France. There's France, and that's where we live. People say, where do you live? And they think because we're in France, we are working with the French. And we do work with the French. We're not opposed to working with the French. The bait that we use, if you will, for the gospel, for fishers of men, is more geared towards the North African Muslim. So whereas Lyon, Lyon's five hours from Paris, three hours from Marseille, an hour and a half from Geneva at our speed limit, which is 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, man. This 55 stuff. My goodness. Anyway, Muslims in France. France has 66 million people with 6 million plus Muslims. We have 740,000 evangelicals, which means that we are at 1.1% of the population. That has moved up in 28 years. We were 0.68. We are now 1.1. So that is good. That's very good. But in 20 years... Now, if you know anything about least-reached peoples, they tell us that any country that has under 2% evangelical, they're least-reached. That's France. So if we break this down, basically, oh yeah, 40 to 50% of the French don't even believe that God exists. 
So how can you be a Christian and not believe that God exists? We can in our country, and we do. We have Catholics that don't believe God exists. We have Protestants that don't believe that God exists. Most evangelicals kind of do. That was a joke. Okay, so if we break this thing down for you, 66% roughly is what they're saying would consider themselves Roman Catholic. 9% would consider themselves Muslim. 1.1% would consider themselves evangelicals. And the rest would be Buddhist, Hindus, and, uh, and the secular would be in uh, the Catholic as well. So you can go from 24 back over to 40 to 50. It's probably even higher than that. That would be secular. So that is our country. Uh, one, one place that used to have be 40% even or Protestant is now 1% evangelical. So we have more Muslims living in France, I said 6 million, than these Muslim countries. So you've got to imagine, what, your point, oh, I'll go back, okay, sorry, I went, went too far. So you can imagine the entire country of Jordan, all, take all of Jordan, take them out of Jordan and place them in France, that's how many Muslims we have in France. Because it's right about the same thing, Jordan. Six million, six million, two hundred, two hundred thousand. But Libya, Jordan, you've heard about Libya. The UAE is the United Emirates, Chad, Lebanon, or Kuwait. Now, not all combined. But each one, if you can imagine, those are Muslim countries. We have more Muslims living in France than they have people in their country. And we're 9% of the, of, of the population. And off the record, higher. Okay. Anyway, so we moved to France in 1988. That's our, that's our city in Lyon. Excuse me, Lyon, France in 1988. Muslims in Lyon. Lyon is in a conglomerate of about 1.5 million people. It has 200,000 Muslims and it has 4,500 believers, which means that we are about 0.3% of the population of Lyon are evangelical believers. Breaking that back down again, we've got, whoops, Catholics. Here, Catholics, here we go. Catholics, Muslims, and they were coming in with the evangelicals. And they just celebrated today. They had a, uh, all the evangelicals got together this morning and they had a big service. We do that once a year at 1,800 people and they're bringing the house down. Some people don't go because there's too many people. They don't know what to do with that many people in the church. So we rent a hall downtown, we all go downtown, and we have a great worship time. It's about an hour and a half together, and uh, then everybody has to get kicked out because it's too expensive to try to rent the place for the 3% or 0.3% of the population. And then, of course, we'd have 21% that would be running, or 20.7% that would be running around saying we just don't know what we are. And so that's a little bit of who the city, the, the city is. We believe, you've seen this before, we're going to continue to say this, we are committed to preaching the message of the cross to the people of the Crescent in the land of the Croissant, and there it is, for the purpose of church planting. And by the way, you are invited to our house when you like to come. If you're going to come, just let us know how long you're going to be there. Any longer than three months, we have to arrange the house a little differently. North Africans taught us that, and you don't think I'm serious, but I am. If you want to come see us for three months, come on. We'll have a great time. And I invite, I invite you to come out and continue to come out as you have already done, but continue to come out and see what's going on in, uh, in Lyon, France. Okay, two words when we're talking about what do you do in France. A lot of people say, what's a typical day? And my typical day starts like I've got it planned out, and then somebody comes for a cup of coffee. Now, a cup of coffee is not 15 minutes. A cup of coffee in my life can be anywhere from two hours to four, because we have to talk about everything. And so that kind of gets things uh, a little messed up sometimes. And we sometimes want have our agendas, and then God has another agenda where we're talking with, in people's lives constantly. Two words. The first one is amitié. The second one is alliance. 
Amitié, you see it as alliance, but we say alliance. So who is Amitié? Amitié International and Alliance International. That's Amitié, and I think you see some people up there you know as well. They have left us as of last year and are now in Nebraska. You already know that. Uh, and and uh, this, this the rest of the team that is there presently right now with some new people right here in the center that are going to be able to take some of the administration that we are presently doing, which will give us more time to do some other fun things like have people in our homes and drink a lot of coffee. And so basically when you see Amitié, you've got to think Christar in France because we are working with Christar. Christar is church planting around the world with people who are coming from Muslim, Hindu, Buddhists, tribal, tribals, but any Asian religion where we want to be in there and working with them because we want to work with the people that have the least opportunity to hear the gospel. Alliance, then, would be a French church with a North African flavor, thus the Arabic that you heard about. And so we use Arabic and French in everything we do. You can talk back to me right now, okay? So you can, we can converse, and let not this be a, a monologue, although Karen says I can go on for hours. Um, so what is Amitié? Where is Christar? We are based in Lyon. Ooh, Lyon didn't come out that well. And then we also have, uh, in conjunction with another team in Grenoble, we had another team in Marseille, but uh, they're now no longer with us, so we're in Lyon and Grenoble. That's about an hour away from our house. When I say the LCP, when you get, by the way, the, one of the reasons we're, the reason we are back here is to reestablish relationships. When you're gone for 28 years, everybody changes. Some of us change in ways that we prefer not to. Others of us leave and enter into different church bodies. So we are here. We have tomorrow night for free. We're free. So if you want to come to our house, you can. If you want to go out to dinner, we're, we're available. Um, but we're free tomorrow night. Tuesday night, we're inviting everybody who wants to come to where we are staying. We're staying at Heritage Baptist Church, uh, level B, which is the first house you come to downstairs. And you're invited to come to our house from 7 to 8.30, but that basically means we're going to start at 8.30 and we'll be done when we're done, which could be midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. It's not a problem. 7. What did I say? I said 8.30? We're starting at 7. Thank you. 7, 6.30, 5. We don't care. You can come on over and we'll have a great time. And basically we'll get together and talk more about, okay, so how do you talk to Muslims? My desire is, is to find out, find people who want to have a relationship with us. Number two, who want to pray for us on a daily and then regular basis. And then three, we want to try to find people who are going to leave where you are and come where we are. Why? We were just up in Rochester, New York, which is where I'm from, and I had to take Karen by a, a church called Webster Bible Church and take the picture because that's where... We felt, or I felt, God was working on my life because of John 14.6. Now, John 14.6, you know that. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody makes it into heaven except through me. That's a Keith Eyes version of what Jesus said. And yet today, if the people who know how to count correctly count, there are 2.2 billion people who will never be able to hear about Jesus Christ because no one is there to tell them. And so we say, but we have radio. That's true. They have to have a radio. And we have, we have now the Internet. That's true, but they have to have electricity. And so we're, giving some, we're saying some givens that are not there. So I've been speaking to some young people, and I tried to do the math correctly. If somebody at graduation, are you ready for this? At graduation from high school, somebody walks up and says, here's $2.2 billion. Spend it between now and retirement. Let's say the retirement age is 68 at that time when you retire. You have to spend $120,000 a day for 50 years before you touch that number. 
So if Christ were to come back right now, and we are all a little messed up on our eschatology, and the end of the world would happen, and the Great White Throne happens right now, today, 2.2 billion people would go to hell because they've never had an opportunity to reject Jesus. That's strong. That is very strong. And so at 16, when I heard that and I figured out that there were people that was going on, I said, Lord, I don't know what this means, but if you can use me, take me in that little church. So I take a picture of it and show it to Karen and say, this is where my journey began. And I'm hoping that journey will begin for some of you. I hope that Berean Baptist Church starts sending their kids to my world. And as we sung, did you hear what we sang today? Jesus is in control. So if we have to go out for the glory of God, please throw a party for Keith and Karen if we go out for the glory of God. Throw a party. Why? Because we stayed faithful until he said, come home, and we go home. Sorry, I'm supposed to be sharing, not preaching. Leon Church Plant. That is the church planting team that's in Leon. Bernie and Sherry were on that team. We're still leaders of that team. So who are they? I'm just giving it to you. The full-time workers with Amitié. The workers are the only right now, the workers are uh, only in Lyon. Why? Because in Grenoble, they're not part of our team. The, the, the planting at present, they were there. we are planting at present the church called Alliance or Alliance. Who is Alliance? Believers desiring to see a local witness in Lyon. By the way, that's a picture of us uh, out uh, celebrating a Sunday outside. Uh, a witness in Lyon among North Africans in Lyon. They are all, right now, all the LCP people are in the church plant. So it's actually a church, but it's a church plant. Why? Because I'm still a pastor. Uh, new believers that, are worship, that, that will be worshiping in a church for North Africans in France. The present committee, the committee, committee would be the people kind of, kind of directing this group, would be Karen, myself, and Amin, who is a very good friend of ours, a uh, North African. And the present pastor of Alliance is myself, and our desire is that the pastor and the elders and the deacons and everyone come up from the people that are going to come to know Christ as Savior while we are there. It's not an ethnic church. Why do I say that? Because as soon as you and I say ethnic, we classify them. It is a French church with a North African flavor. You all have a band here. Some people wear robes when they sing in a choir. Maybe we had that at one point. Uh, some, people, some people wear different, different paraphernalia when they're up in front of people and presenting. By the way, I do this just because it's cold out and everybody knows me as the guy that runs around with my scarf on. And I also carry my goatee because on my motorcycle it kind of helps a little bit to keep me warm. That was a, side, that was a little side thing. Uh, anyway, so you do things differently. We do things differently too. Some people baptize three times forward. Other people have the, the Lord's Supper every, every uh, week. We just happen to use Arabic as a ministry language. We're not an ethnic church. Now, people who are interested in North Africa will be the ones who are most commonly the people that want to come to our church. Either they are North African or they have a very good relationship with North Africans. Because we're talking about a culture. So, both of those two, Amitié and Alliance, meet in a place that's called the Phare d'Amitié or the Lighthouse of Friendship. And right over here is the front of our building. Actually, yeah, it's the front of our building with a bunch of activities. People are coming and stopping by constantly, and we're going to try to go through what all those activities are. Why do we call it this and not a church? Because some Muslims will never walk into a church, but they will walk into a building. Oh, it just happens that the church rents the building. Oh, okay. 
Not a bad, not a bad thing. I can come to this place then, and I'm not breaking any rules. So it's a neutral place that the church also uses a neutral place. Most of the churches that have started off, when they start off, they start off in a very neutral place, and then they will eventually buy their own building that will become their church. That happens in France anyway. That's the way it's done. And so we have a neutral place where tons of different activities can happen, and I'm, we're going to see those activities, and they're completely um, confounded, confused. Uh, they're going to be all together. Sorry. They're going to be all together. Forgive me for my lack of English, or, yeah, lack of English. So what is the, uh, Amitié owns the building, so Christar owns the building, uh, and we are, it's the headquarters of Christar in France, it's, and we function almost like a mission in France, because I'm responsible in some of the administration that I do for all of the visas, tax work, uh, and, and we pay um, by, yeah, we pay our missionaries, Amitié does. Christar doesn't. Christar gives it to a Mistier, and a Mistier pays their, their missionaries. That makes sense in the French government. That makes sense for the French mind. That gives us credibility in the country so that we are not a cult. You don't want the government to think you're a cult. So unfortunately, if I can put in another, Karen's doing my rabbit trail thing, so unfortunately when George Bush said, we are going, or I'm here for God, and he said he was an evangelical, our time came out with George Bush, American Seal, a tank in the background, and it said evangelicalism, the cult that's trying to take over the world. And the evangelicals of France went, mm. oh, we're evangelical, and George, we're going to say he knows the Lord, but we are not out here to blow people up. That's not why we're on the planet. So I think we need to be careful how we present ourselves sometimes, because that gave us a blow that we didn't necessarily need. But the evangelical movement has done an excellent job in trying to work with the government so they understand who we are. And so the credibility factor is a big thing. So that was a rabbit trail, but it was one I needed to get on. It's a big thing with the French mind so that we are positive. If we are positive, the things we are doing, they're not going to try to stop us from doing. And in fact, underneath, they may end up helping us do what we're trying to do. Does that make sense? Okay. There are presently two types of ministry right now going, in in France, going on in France with the North African. So I'm, remember, I'm staying in a certain spot. You're going to see this in a couple more slides. I'm staying in a certain mentality. The North African is led to Christ quite often by the French people that just work with them and they're talking to them. By the way, talk to Muslims. I hope you're doing that here. I hope you Because I see them all over the place when we're here. Talk to them. No one's talking to them. Just say hello. You can do that. Where are you from? How are you doing? And they're going to be very standoffish, possibly, at first. Continue. When you see those people at Walmart, go through the same line, even if it means you've got to waste 10 minutes, to talk to the same person and be, same, be the same light in that person's life by saying, how are you today? I hope you're having a great day. And eventually they're going to say, what's the matter with you? That's a good question. Jesus, what's wrong with me? <laughs> he said, love everybody. Come on over, let's have a cup of coffee. Please do that. That's what the French are doing at their workplace. It's normal for them because they're believers. They want to tell other people about Jesus. That's normal for us, too, I hope. I hope we don't have to think about how do I evangelize. We don't have to worry about that because you and I talk about the things we love the most. I love talking about this. I'll talk to this until everybody leaves because I love talking about it. This is, this is our life. This is cool. And so what happens is that people come to know Christ as Savior and they put them in the French church. And 
because they, they want to be in France, because they understand a little bit of what's going on, they can go to French church. Things are kind of whacked out. I mean, men are sitting next to women, and sometimes in France the women are not necessarily dressed like a man who wants to worship God would like prefer the woman to be next to him, and they have different types of things, and they would have a, uh, when they have their, their time together to eat, they eat pork, and okay, we do, are we going to eat pork? And so Christians sometimes think, well, now that you're a Christian, you should eat pork. I didn't realize that that was a qualification for becoming a Christian, that we had to eat pork. So what they say is, I'm, I'm in my church, things are going well, but my church doesn't understand me. Why? Because they have an entire family behind them, a culture behind them, a mentality behind them that does not understand the French. And the French don't understand them. It's not bad, it's just cultural confusion is what's going on. So they say, I can't bring my friends or my family to church. I've got to prepare them like you got to almost like the French. And I'm saying that for a purpose. So we got that on one side. On the other side, we have these little bitty groups that we only hear rumors about because nobody knows where they are. Everything's done in, Fran- uh, done in Arabic. So on this side, everything is done in French. By the way, that's an evangelical church, just in case you were wondering what that means. Evangelical church. On the other side, these little bitty groups that are probably in somebody's home someplace, and they all get together, and everything's done in Arabic. So everything is in Arabic. They pray in Arabic, they sing in Arabic, and they study the Word of God in Arabic, and nobody knows where they are. And there might be an itinerant guy from Morocco who runs around the country and he's very good, especially talking to people who are never, hardly ever in French society, let alone go to a French church. So those are the two opposites that we have. What we're trying to do with Alliance is to come right here on the North African side in France but giving an understanding that you don't have to become French in order to accept Jesus. My friends, if we are forcing the people around us to look like us, might we be doing colonial, spiritual, spiritual colonialism? They don't have to look like us. You know, do they take their head covering off? Why do they have to do that? Do they have to eat pork? Why do they have to do that? Because they want to be a testimony back into their, into their families. They want their families to come to know Christ as Savior. So here's the vision. We want a French church with a heavy North African flavor. There's Jesus, right? Westernized. Okay. What we want to do is we want the North African, non, the non-believing North African to understand who Jesus is so that he looks more like a North African. Now that, that's a Jordanian. You know why we know that's Jordanian? Because it's red. It's red. That's why it's Jordanian. We have a Jordanian. I have a Jordanian superior, and, and uh, he, he has one, but I'm not supposed to wear it because I'm not Jordanian. But anyway, we want him to look Middle Eastern. We want him to look like a North African so that a North African does not have to become French or American in order to accept Jesus. Why? Because they say, you have Jesus, we have Mohammed. To be a North African is to be a Muslim, and to be a Muslim is to be a North African. To be a French is to be a Christian, and you guys are really messed up because they're looking at France. There's no separation of church and state, so everything France does, Jesus does. And I'm saying, that's not true. That's why we're there. Okay, how's that for an intro? Questions so far? we got five minutes to go through 30 slides. Okay, I'll stop when you guys tell me to stop. What do we do in France? So these are all the different things that we do. Someday, sometimes we have... 
um, lighter weeks than other weeks, and sometimes we just have full years, like last year when we had three members, when Bernie and Sherry were here, and so was Dan, and Dan and, uh, excuse me, Luke and Elizabeth were not yet there. So it was basically the three of us that continued on doing all of this. But this is basically where we want to go, and we're inviting you to leave your gigs over here and come join us for the next 30 years so we can do more things like this. Okay, sorry. We are the mentors and the leaders of the LCP. Uh, we are the kind of like the mom and pop, Pastor Shepherd. You know, they, 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 when we're not there, it's kind of like um, it's not cool for the church. So this is the longest period we've been away from France since 1996, right? Since 1996, we haven't done this. Uh, been, been away for so long. So uh, we are the pastor. I am the pastor and the shepherd of Alliance. Uh, we are directors, and so we do the master calendar and what happens and what can't happen in the Lighthouse of Friendship. And you've heard about that, I'm sure, from Bernie and Sherry. There's also another group of people that are using it that are, that are doing an outreach to the prostitutes in our city. They use it. And sometimes Campus Crusade, uh, crew, excuse me, crew or um, the navigators will use it as well from time to time. But this is a 3,000-foot, uh, square-foot uh, building, uh, building, build, building, yeah, building in the center of Lyon that's in the six-story building. So we got the bottom floor. All right, we're ministering to local immigrant communities through building relationships, 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 relationships. Your relationship with Jesus Christ and my relationship with Jesus Christ gives us eternal life. And like I've said before, I hope you like me because we're spending eternity together. Because Jesus said so. <laughs> And when Jesus says something, it's absolutely eternal. He said that. My words are eternal. So it's all about relationships through, and then so you can see meals. And Karen could tell me better what all these meals are. But we have meals and more meals and more meals. You can come up now, yeah. Um, it's not that you have to sit down there. We do this, we do this together. Uh, holiday, we actually do, do, did Thanksgiving. Did you guys hear about that? We did think, if you're reading our, note, our uh, updates, uh, we did Thanksgiving. It doesn't exist in France. It only exists in North America, you know, Canada and, and the United States. So um, anyway, we, we did Thanksgiving. It's kind of funny to talk about pilgrims, and they did a little skit, and we get to tell them that, that, you know, the reason why we're thankful is because God loves us. You can imagine this. Take, take, let's say there's 100 people here. If we take 100 people, when we do an activity, we have 200 Muslims that come to this congregation right now. So you can imagine what that, how that feels. It's a little bit, little bit different, but, but to get the context, we're usually double, if not uh, again, or double the amount of believers is how many people come in. And we get to tell them, we are Christians, Christians from different backgrounds. Here's a, here's a DVD about how Easterners found Jesus. Here's a DVD about the story of Jesus itself. Here is a New Testament. And for the first time in six years, a dear friend of ours' wife actually picked up, and she was praying five times a day a couple of years ago, picked up the New Testament and took it home with her very discreetly. That's cool, because she's moving closer and closer and closer. We're praying she'd come to know the Lord. He'd be a great elder for the church. Oh, I hit the wrong button. That try. Let's try that one. Not yet.
Men, men are not allowed to come. It's right there now. I am. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yes, yes, these, these pictures were taken when Sherry was there.
Liberty has been coming out for the last 10 years. Most of you know that I come back here to recruit twice a year, uh, and I will be at Liberty for their Global Focus Week next week. We both will, for that matter. And when they come out, we take them to Tunisia. So the, the two on the right are from Tunisia, and the one on the left is the mosque that's in uh, Paris. So we take them up to, and take them to the mosque in Paris as well, teaching them basically the same idea, how do we talk to Muslims? Yes, I did take my shoes off. I always taught, preach with my shoes off because Muslims, when they come into their holy places, take their shoes off. This distribution, we can hand these out in mailboxes. So as far as numbers, we can put out that we've probably put out over 8,000 Bibles. We've put out over, over 50 to 75,000 tracts that are bilingual in the city. In fact, one time we were handing out these Bibles. Um, it's kind of New Testament. It's kind of neat how we got them. But uh, the um, Muslim, Muslim uh, imam started to, to uh, put uh, a, a plant. Uh, they, they went and uh, filed a claim against us, but they couldn't, they couldn't do anything. The government said it's co- totally, totally legal what they're doing. So we hand it out. And sometimes they'll actually ship them back. They'll say, no, thank you. I don't want this. Why? Because it's a respected book. It's God's holy word. And so they will actually mail it back to us rather than throw it away. Here, talk, talk at the front, the front one there. Um, English, for the priest, uh, Karen teaches both French and English. This is an English activity with one of the groups from Liberty, and she also teaches English, business English, uh, to help us offset the ministry center funds, because at this point we have no partners for the ministry center, so we are trying to uh, find, find finances for that, which reminds me that we have the facade or the... Uh, the frontal on both sides, we have three sides that we have to um, uh, raise money for because we just got ordered by the, uh, the whole building did, not just us. The whole building got, just got ordered that we need to revamp that and make that look nice. So we brought some shopping bags back that we do have in the back that we're asking for a donation of $5 or more. If you have it, great. If you don't, take it anyway because we want you to use it as a prayer reminder. So I'm hoping that everybody will start carrying them around here saying, oh yeah, remember to pray for those guys. And Leon. So what's our vision? I've got to do this quickly. Alliance, this is where we're headed, just so you know, self-governing, self-supporting, and self-propagating. Their money, telling other people about Jesus Christ by themselves and not necessarily with people that are foreigners and self-governing, that would be where the pastors and elders are coming. That's, this is where we're headed. And uh, so far, every time I've tried to get into the leadership development, and I've tried five times, um, it, it has gone flat because people say, you're just trying to get me into an American mentality. I said, no, I'm not. We're trying to get back into the Bible. Okay, and so it's been very, very interesting, and now there's, a, there's somebody else that just came up and said, maybe we should get the men together and study the Bible together. Let's do it. Instead of saying, been there, done that, tried it, that would be the, old, the old-timer saying, no. I said, it's a great idea, let's do it. So it's coming, but it's coming a little slower than I would prefer. And basically, that, that, that's the whole concept of, of prepare, survey, contact, proclaim, disciple, gather, and then leave. So people say, what is your, where is your general strategy? That's where we are. And we're someplace right now into the proclaimed disciple contact and gathering stage. Because it doesn't, hap- it doesn't happen linear. It kind of happens in big circles. So I'd ask you to pray for us. Pray over Leon with us and for us. Uh, again, that is, uh, that's actually at the Temple of Sybil. So if there's any historians in here, Sybil was alive and well, a fertility goddess. 
uh, in Lyon, right at the turn of the century. One of the, I think it's Julius Caesar's, or, or yeah, Julius Caesar's was born in Lyon about the time of Christ, and uh, that put Lyon, Lungendam, on the, the uh, Roman map. So you're at a Roman amphitheater behind us. There was a big uh, uh, temple to Sybil. So here are the prayer requests that we would have. Oh, one too far. Testimony and boldness of the believers, and it's getting bolder. They're getting bolder and bolder. We are known by the fundamentalists where we are. In fact, all of a sudden, I was getting on my motorcycle to go home, uh, and I kept seeing all these bearded, I mean, heavily bearded guys that were walking out in Muslim garb, and I went, what are they walking out of the building in front of us for? Well, found out through the grapevine that they were trying to put a prayer room together. So it was time to pray against the prayer room. And I haven't seen them lately. But we win these battles through prayer, which is why we're back. You see these prayer requests, I can give them a little bit, give them to you at another time. But we are looking for you to sign up to pray for us. Uh, it, when you do that, we will put you on, excuse me, we'll put you on a list so that you get them updates. That's molten update. Prayer changes the way people think. As hard as I, we've tried, we cannot change the heart. I cannot convince you to let your children come to live with me for the next 60 years of their life. But if God tells you to do that, it's not a problem. Or it's an easier problem, I should say. And you get to visit them in France rather than having to go down to Kentucky and see them. Anyway, um, and we can't do that with Muslims that are coming to know Christ either. The Spirit of God has to convince them. Now, you heard Karen say something about the prophet. We're going from the known Jesus is the prophet to the unknown Jesus is the Son of God. And that bridge that's done is done by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. The Word of God, the Holy Spirit uses the Word of God to change our hearts. And I don't know if Jason's still up here. But Jesus was very specific as he was talking about the tongue. This, we talked about the tongue this morning. Jesus said, it's not what goes into your mouth, and they use this with Muslims all the time. It's not what goes into your mouth because that's expelled. It's what comes out of your mouth because that's coming from your heart. And Jesus said lies and deceit and murder and immorality, sexual immorality, all come from the heart. It's a matter of the heart. And so as we were talking about watch what comes out of our mouth, let's watch what goes into our heart as well because that's what's coming out of our mouths. And our friends need to have a change of heart. So one of the gals, Myra, that Karen was talking about, I'm translating for her, and I'm about ready to stop, um, said, somebody said, how was it when you converted? She said, I didn't convert. Why? Because in the mind of conversion from a, from a pagan North African mentality that she's trying to witness within, it means I reject being a North African in order to be French. That, to a non-believer, is what they think conversion is. I reject my heritage, I reject my roots, I reject my country, and I take on this country and this belief system. It's exactly what Ruth did with Naomi. That mentality is still there. It's happened in history again and again and again. It is there. Okay, so she said, I didn't change, I didn't, I, didn't I didn't convert, I didn't change my religion. She said, well, what do you mean? I'm translating for her. And she said, well, I knew God as creator. I knew him as judge. And then she stopped and she kind of looked back and she said, but now through Jesus, I know him as father. And that changes everything. And that's extremely important. She understands who Jesus is, God incarnate. And she can call God her father. And that's changed everything about her life. Questions? The moderator's coming up. Are there any questions? <laughs> Does that explain it a little better for you? To understand what's going on over there? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, right. Uh, with everything that's happened, including the two things that happened in France, three things, just another one happened at Louvre just recently, um, how has that impacted us? Really not at all. Uh, think, think Pharisees. So the extremists are the Pharisees. Why? They've got the law, quite a bit, the, the big ones, know it by heart. Most of their workers have no idea what they're doing. They have no clue. Uh, so the, the, and so I am filthy. I'm a pig-eating, alcoholic, uh, sleep around with everybody, Christian. Uh, uh, please, you understand what I'm saying here. From their point of view. So they would never get close enough to touch me. The people that we are dealing with, and some of them are really trying. I, my friend, Our friend there, she's praying five times a day. She's trying to do what is necessary because she's hoping that one day she's going to make it. By the way, if you weren't in Sunday school today... Uh, it was, a good, it was a good time at Sunday school. Theology is great. And we're going over salvation. And that's what we have. The good news is Jesus Christ. And the good news is my salvation is dependent upon him and not on me. And that is so cool because that's what Muslims don't have. They have no assurance. And they, they really, if they're going to be honest, they're lying that martyrs make it into heaven because textually everybody goes to hell. Textually. Everybody goes to hell and some people get out. That would be those that would be following Islam. So it really hasn't affected us that much, and to, that, to my knowledge. And it hasn't affected, if anything, the church is saying, we're followers of Jesus. Because one another reason why we had it in another, be, another place was so that people would not, uh, would not come in and try to do anything in the church. And they're saying, we're followers of Christ. We want it out there. Arabic, evangelical, church. No, we're not, not going to put Arabic, but we're going to say church that speaks Arabic meets here. Come. Nominal does not mean that they don't support Islam in when they're talking about it and that they're trying to live according to Islam. What it means is, is they're just trying to make a good life and they just happen to do this thing called Ramadan once in a while and pray if they can, especially if there's something coming up um, where they need, need prayer. So it's not affected us to my knowledge. In fact, we, we, have, we have great opportunities to share. That's not real Islam. Really? Well, let's talk about that. And I think there's two ways of doing this. We can address it in a very combative way, or we can address it and say, I want to get back to eternal life. I want to get back to forgiveness. I want to get back to Jesus. And that's where my conversations go. So they can do whatever they want over there, and I'm really just not interested. Yes, sir. Yes, because what you're sa- you're saying we have a we have the atheist Muslim, but you do know that, right? When somebody says I'm an atheist, you got to find out what kind of an atheist they are, because they're an atheist for a reason. We got to find out what the reason is. 
Some people have been hurt by Christianity. Some people have been hurt by Islam. Some people have been hurt by Hinduism. And you've got to find out what kind of an atheist they are. Okay? We have an atheist and we have a terrorist. Are we free to do that? Yes. Because witnessing, uh, telling people about Jesus Christ has nothing to do with the government. It has everything to do with obedience. I, I found that out from a, from a book. Uh, it's called The Insanity of God. And as you're looking into that, the persecuted church says, witnessing for Jesus Christ may have different consequences. But it has nothing to do with if you're free or not to free. It's a question of obedience. Now, how we do it might be a little bit different. It might not be on that first cup of coffee. It might be on the seventh or eighth cup of coffee. But it's going to start on the first cup of coffee because we're going to talk about God on the first cup of coffee. If they want to go farther, we go farther. If, in fact, one guy was working, I think I might have told the story. One guy was working in the ministry center, and he said, that chair, if I go out and say that it's this and this and this and it's burgundy there, but my friend thinks it's brown, you, and that's what I got a problem with Christianity. Do you know what I'm saying? I said, if I understand you correctly, you just told me that God is, a man is stronger than God, and God is so weak he can't keep his word together. I think he is, and I think that he has said our problem is that we need to have forgiveness before a holy God, not necessarily if we're following something right or wrong. And he went, oh, yeah, okay. Now, I did that very quickly. That was a, that was a 30-minute conversation because nothing happens that fast. So it happens in a longer period of time. But we are free to walk in and free to say whatever we want, uh, handing, out, handing, handing out tracts, what do you do this? Uh, one of our guys is the literature distribution guy, so he's at all the markets doing all that kind of stuff, and why are you doing this? And he has great conversations. Um, just because they talk about it, apathy is still there. Great. Appreciate it. Understand it. That's good. You have Jesus. We have Muhammad. Or... That's for you. We did the church. We kicked the king out. We kicked the church out. We don't want that. That's, French, that's Arabic and French people thinking. It's apathy. Other questions? Yes, sir. They need to love Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, we ask everyone in Christar... Uh, and it's where Chris and our partners with other organizations to go through what we call Manara, which is three weeks in Dearborn. Dearborn, I have three, two sisters born in Dearborn, uh, which has become kind of like a Muslim city now. And so we want them to learn to w- figure out where, what Islam is all about and how to talk to Muslims, how to go from the known to the unknown. You know, when, when Muslims talk about Ish- Ishmael all the time, uh, and st- let that go for the time being. Let's get him in the kingdom, and the word of God corrects us. It always corrects us when we come back to the word of God. It is so efficient. And sometimes we try to take the place of the Word of God. So we'll teach that for about three weeks and so forth, or so. Or so. Um, and then when they come out to us, we'll continually teach cultural adaptation on how to do that properly. Yes, sir. Long term, long term, the first, the first, uh, until you get to a certain level, you will study French at 30 hours a week. That is your job, long term. After that, to the next, to the next level, you study French five hours a week while you're starting to get involved in ministry. Language is not the foundation. Language is the foundation, walls, and roof of what's going to happen for the rest of your life. So we're going to be very heavy on language. That's, the, that's if you're coming long term. And then what do you love to do? We want to make sure you're doing that with North Africans. I need somebody that wants to work with children right now. I've needed it for a long time. I'm talking children, I'm talking youth, I'm talking college and career. So anybody who wants to give up the gig here and come to be, join us for 30 years, 40 years, I'm ready. Why? Because we're talking about people that are really, you know, Jesus said, if you're going to follow me, sit down and figure out, with 10,000 people, are you going to win this battle with 20? The idea was, how much is Jesus worth? 
Our friends have to do that because they realize what their family thinks about when they come to Christ. They are doing that. And sometimes that culture stops people. A gal in tears, I want to accept Jesus. I can't because if I do, I lose everything. They have to do that weight and not just say, you know, come to Jesus, everything's going to be great because you actually entered the battle. If you're doing short-term being, I ask people don't do evangelism. I have done the, I have done the door-to-door and then the things that came out of my mouth an hour after I did my thing for Jesus were not for the glory of God. Stop doing it. Be evangelism. So your presence already... I don't have time to explain all this. Come over Tuesday night, we'll talk more. If you've ever walked into a place and you feel and sense the enemy, you sense darkness, some people walk into France and feel that. Uh, We do have the Church of Satan is alive in Lyon. Uh, It is alive. It's a real entity in Lyon. Um, and when we were talking, my, my brother and my son's uh, father-in-law and I are both pastors, so we were at a to get thing together. We're talking back and forth, and some kid at the table just got up and said, I feel sick, i got to get out of here, i got to leave. And he left. We found out later on he's in the occult. The influence of the Holy Spirit is amazing. So you can hand out literature. You don't have to talk French. You can, you can, you can translate. We can go back and forth. You can be with believers. You can, you, can kick a, you can kick a soccer ball. Sorry, I almost said football. You can kick a soccer ball. You can play basketball. There, there are tons. We, we, we adapt it to the people that are coming. What do you want to do? And then we say we're going to do that with North Africans. And what, what you find out is that language, yes, it's a barrier, but Jesus brings things together. With the Christians, it's like, man, we can't even talk, but we're together. And then with the non-believers, what's happening is they're seeing something, and you leave with us things that a platform by which we can springboard and go into deeper, deeper discussions with. So... I'll do this in 30 seconds because I know we're going to stop. What, what, happened, what happened one time? You know those times where you come to church and you're arguing in the car all the way to church? Good, you guys didn't do that. We did as a family. And you get out of church and praise God, everything's fine. You get back in the car and the argument continues all the way home. Well, we would have those kind of things. Uh, we did that, sorry. We, we did that. Uh, and uh, we'd go to our neighbors for, for dinner. And it would take us 45 minutes to say there's nothing wrong. You know, you, you know how to do it. <clears throat> everything's fine. Okay, we're at church now. Everything's great. Praise God. We're at church. <sighs> Everybody goes, how you doing? Fine, great, Jesus is cool. But we walked to their house and said, how you doing? They said, fine, no, there's something wrong. Mm. They read people. And you, we don't realize that impact. We're saying, you know, it's, it's not that much. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because Jesus radiates from believers. You just don't see it because you're around a bunch too many believers. Jesus, Jesus radiates. Why? Because he's drawing all men to himself. Not to the believer, to himself. Sorry, that was... Nine thirty, ten thirty, two, three.